the second episode of the Loot Cabal podcast. The movie for this week is Nilla. It's on Netflix. Uh, for those of you uh, who really want to make sure you capture all of the nuances of the discussion, you'll probably be better served if you watch the movie first. Adi is the person who uh, recommended the film, so let's uh, hear Adi's rationale for his selection. Hi. So Nilla is directed by Sarah Pixar Raj. It's a pretty small film that never got a mainstream release. I thought we could just uh, try out a romantic film that that is not maybe not too deep, but not not also not watched by many people for a podcast and see how it goes, and especially how Ashoka <laughs> deals with it. So yeah, over to uh, Ashoka. Quickly, three or four things, and then we'll move on. Macha Adi. I know that when you said I am primary reviewer only, I know romantic So here's the thing. Among <laughs> in in movie genres, okay, the two things that I generally avoid are uh, romance and uh, horror. Because uh, I generally do not like those movies. After having seen a like a large enough sample set, I see only exceptions that actually uh, appeal to me. Let's come to the movie. The movie was good. I like the way the child actors portrayed the role uh, however small that was that was really good uh, wiki was really good shruti hariharan yes i like the role but she didn't have too much of a backstory to base her character on see fundamentally i don't think uh, romantic movies work without tropes you have to buy in that uh, naive youngster from the village and a hooker with a heart of gold if you buy those two tropes right then you're set for this movie the movie is going to probably please you i generally don't buy such tropes i mean predefined package tropes i can't blame the director as well i mean this is his first venture i mean he has done justice to whatever he has set out to do that way i think if you want to watch the movie yeah go ahead and watch the movie will i recommend the movie mm, no so that's about my review guys we'll go ahead with the discussion what i thought was i mean it's, it's also not like a very straightforward you I mean you can't even pin it as a actual romantic film it's it's uh, what i thought was uh, turned out to be a double edged sword for the film was it is it is very relentless in in the way that it wants to be a silent film uh, it's there's there's actually no talking anywhere making a romantic film that way was sort of challenging and it's not like they've actually managed to do well with it but at least they've tried and for example even when they go to a theater and he tries to fight with a friend to allow a special show for them even that is silent the, the, the guy is just standing in the background and there is no dialogue at all so i thought that way i mean using that much of silence seemed to be a good idea but it's not like they've actually pulled it off also even when he finally touches the heroine for the first time uh, and she like puts his hand away and he's like enna na totta ketriya avlo suttamani that's that's the only thing that goes on there is no melodrama there is no over the top reaction there's just minimal dialogue which way it is good manasukulla enna thonichina idu or slight inversion on konya taxi driver type of podo in the padam taxi driver with a slightly positive ending is so you just talked about the ending enak suttama ending puriyala seemed to be open ended அதுக்கப்புறம் வந்து என்ன நடக்க போகுதுன்றது வந்து ரூரல் <laughs> 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 
what is also very true of indian cinema is this trope of punidamana kadal right like you're you're somehow the love itself is pure if it's asexual because you're not doing it for that purpose for me the, the idea is that it literally takes the madana whore complex and just literally does that on screen right when she's young and she's the she's the somewhat well off uh, unattainable kid she's she's the madana and then later on in life when he meets her she is literally a whore that to me is the is the way to was the way i read the entire film the problem with that is you can't you, you don't know how to solve it the fundamental problem facing the way we are edu- we are educated about sex in our society and the ending is good i, I didn't think of it as a positive ending or a, or a negative ending i saw i saw it as an uncertain ending it it, it has to, if, if that's what the film is truly about then that's the way it has to end because the way we deal with sex is is very is a, is very uncertain subtext sundar pandian no but if you think about the name <clears throat> nila right uh, that's like the metaphor for uh, the the lady you know that because she's she's unattainable and she's at a very distance from him and then she brings brightness into his life on his in his night shift because that's caesar but then she also has a dark side dark side of the moon mother that 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 you are going to the dark side too come on Shots of Bombay are the setup shots on Marine Drive and stuff. 
uh, what I didn't like about the film was when you're talking about romance and, and sex, it unflinchingly takes only the, the male perspective, right? You Everything you see is primarily through the taxi driver's eyes. You don't see anything through the, the girl's eyes. You don't see anything through anyone else's eyes, really. I, I, I think I actually sat and watched like how many shots are there from someone else's point of view. There's actually one shot about 41 minutes or so in where uh, he is dropping her off and it looks like someone from the flat where the girl lives is watching the both of them talking. And then right after that is another shot of her walking up the steps and then there's a, she's, she's just standing and thinking. And I was like, oh, okay, finally we're going to get to see a little bit from her perspective. But there's no give. It immediately goes back to his perspective. Correct. It's actually interesting because, I mean, when he finds out and then talks to her, she actually says, I like that a lot, actually. I like that a lot because there's no sad story. She's not breaking down and crying and all that. She's like pretty chilled out. Like, this is what I am. The lifeless eyes, I actually think, are a director's note from, from the director to the actress. She isn't. She wasn't that lifeless when I saw her in Nibiru. In that case, she did a fabulous job because you know she has this completely uninterested in life look throughout the entire movie, except you know when she's smiling at him and all that. There are these short cutaway scenes of uh, the, the, the the taxi driver waking up from uh, waking up in the middle of the night because he's having dreams of her with right with 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 a client, right? And if you notice in the scenes where she's with her client in his dreams, from his perspective, she's actually enjoying herself. Which is, it's like, to me, it's, it's quite ridiculous, right? Like, you, she, in the same, in the same breath, when he meets her, he asks her, like, who are you? What happened to you? What, why, what happened to your family? Why did you end up doing this? But in his, in his, like, uh, in his, like, dream, she is actually enjoying what she's doing at, uh, at, at dealing with his own sort of need to see her as this pure young child that he fell in love with. And also seeing her as a, and also seeing her as a, as a sexual being, right? And so he just can't come to terms with it himself. Contrary to you, that whole childhood flashback and the songs uh, is actually what I didn't like. See, that's what I told. No, so you have to buy the trope that he's kind of a naive uh, uh, village person now stuck in a big city. That is the first trope of his character. The trope of her character is like she's a whore, but she's forced into the situation. You have to. By the trope that she is a whore with a heart of gold, that these two tropes, if you buy only the only then does the story work. About the music, okay, there is one note I wanted to make. Maja, I am seriously tired of people invoking Ileraja nostalgia. I mean, <laughs> that's that's the go-to uh, mood setting, you know, background score. Yeah, there's a really interesting scene in Anbesivam, right, where Nazar getting angry with Kiran Rathod for falling in love with the Kamal Hassan. There's there's a really fantastic dialogue where. I think her aunt is trying to uh, get Nasser to not be really angry with her and says, And Nasser says, I always think of that when people use Ilera the songs for, for nostalgia. Like, like, <laughs> One thing I wanted to talk about was uh, the lighting, huh? because uh, the whole movie is shot at night, and for a movie that you know, needed Indiegogo with the crowdfunding and fund stuff like that. It's very impressive that they were able to shoot it uh, so nicely with in in low light. Without, I'm, I'm I'm assuming that they wouldn't have had very sophisticated cameras. It probably would have done on like a Canon camera or some something like that. Uh, 
I think they did a fantastic job on lighting and working with different kinds of lights for that because it would have been they would have to work with what LEDs or some uh, readily available ones. So I think they did a very good job there technically. Now that I think of it, I I see that this movie was largely devoid of traffic. I mean, for being uh, in Bombay, for being in Bombay, and also um, uh, 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 taxis being such a staple. Uh, what what do they call it? they call it kali pili right uh, yeah. uh, taxis uh, being so prevalent there um, so brick bats let's start can we pick brick more bats. fun movies next time <laughs> <laughs> brick bats i think this movie does not have a lot of lot of material uh, on on the surface for us to uh, discuss for a first time filmmaker right the ambition i think the ambition goes you want to keep your ambition small but mm. the ambition ambitions were minuscule for this movie it's a short film that is 30 minutes too long sorry ashoka you now get to get to pick the next film and the next reviewer so uh, you you have this extra burden of selecting something that is uh, not artsy fartsy crap <laughs> okay. so uh, the next week's movie is maya bazar it's a 1957 indian epic film telugu film uh, the principal reviewer would be max davinci and the reason for picking this film is very simple max davinci bribed me 100 dollars saying that what to save me from this boredom thanks everyone for listening to the second episode of the loot cabal podcast uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to having you back for the next one which will be in another 2 weeks thank you